Welcome back to the SheWorth podcast. On today's episode, co-founder Laura is going to be interviewing Kime Codwell, or you might better know her as at Hooray Kime across all her social media channels. Kime is a bit of a self-love guru and a bra fitting expert, and she combines these both in her business. Her story is so inspirational, and we're so lucky she chose to share it with us. Her brave moment nearly brought me to tears. I know you guys are just going to love this episode, so without further ado, here it is. Good morning and welcome to the SheWorth podcast. Today we're talking about more than your numbers and self-worth being an inside job. And I am so excited to have this very special guest who I've known for years. And I'm I'm just so honored that she took the time today because she is big time people. <laughs> and it's Kimmy Caldwell, who um, I would refer to as just a really kind of important influencer in the lingerie and self-love space, but she's also considered a undergarment educator. And (laughs) we've known each other for years, but what really has resonated with me all the moments that we've interacted is this powerful ability Kime has to connect with women and her message on making us fall in love with ourselves, regardless of what our numbers are. And we're gonna talk today about our numbers being our bra size. But when you think about the application of more than our numbers, it is what's in our bank account. It is our waist size. It's what's on the scale. It's just something to get away from to truly love ourselves. So Kim A, it's so good to see you. You guys have to see this beautiful woman. She looks like a 50s movie star. Check out her Instagram. Everything social for Kim A is hooray Kim A. And um, have a look at who she is. And it's just, it's addictive, all the things you do. So welcome and thanks for joining us. Oh my gosh, what a beautiful introduction. I'm blushing over here. This is so good. I'm so happy to be here. And just so everybody knows, I spell hooray, H-U-R-R-A-Y-K-I-M-M-A-Y. That is how you spell hooray. Humane, you can find me over there. Send me a DM. Let me know that you came from this amazing podcast and that Lara sent you over so I can say hi to you. So excited to be here. Oh, thank you. You have got this unbelievable story of the work that you did way back when, um, before you were so big time. And by the way, check out Kim A uh, this week on the Today Show. You might have to go back and find her um, on their their website. But this is a lady who's on the Today Show and Rachel Ray. So um, thank you again for being here. And we want to hear your story of kind of how you came up with this really cool formula to connect with women and their self-love. Hooray. Yes. Thank you. I've been on the Today Show, the Rachel Ray Show six times, the Marilyn Dennis Show seven times. So thankful for all those opportunities. And, you know, you're so sweet to call me big time, right? That's really sweet of you. (laughs) But, you know, listen, I, I, um, there's this really funny meme that says, uh, it's from Bob's Burgers that says, I, I put my bra on one boob at a time, like everyone else, right? (laughs) So like, I I still have struggles and things that I deal with. And I think that I've just gotten really good at using tools to make sure I can um, reach people and love on myself while I grow. And, and, you know, I'm a Capricorn, so I love growth, but like sustainable growth is so important. And I started way back in the day, as you mentioned in 2005, as a bra fitter, I moved to New York city. I was going to school for musical theater. I was 18 years old and thank goodness, just so, um, 
unaware <laughs> of a lot of things and just kind of dove into living in New York City. And I did not go to a school that had a lot of handholding. I mean, I lived at like the Y and just had to use the subway to get to school that we had no school nurse. Like I just had to like go to a place in New York City. And so in some ways it really helped me grow um, quickly. And in other ways, because I was going to school for musical theater and because I was in this, I don't know, not that, you know, New York's not LA, but like, I really, and I think we think this in North America in general, I really was mostly concerned about how I looked, how I appeared. Did I, did I look beautiful? Did I look successful? Did I look valuable to people? Because I wanted to get cast. And so I took that and all those stories that I'd heard growing up about how my body should look. And this was before Instagram and body positivity movements and showing real bodies. And so the only other bodies I had seen at the time were in magazines. And I did not know that they were airbrushed. I just like truly was ignorant. And so at age 20, I took a bra fitting job truly because I just needed the money. I had no interest in bras, did not want, you know, anything to do with bras. I just was like, please pay me $10 an hour. Cause I was making $8 an hour selling shoes. That was how desperate I was. <laughs> and so I went there and they hired me on the spot and I was like, great, this is going to get me through. I just, I had no idea it was going to change my life. And so in that fitting room, in the very first week, this is New York city, I saw every kind of body you could imagine. I saw bodies that had, you know, people who had had kids and people after breast cancer surgery, mm. people who are very full-sized, petite people, elderly people. I mean, everything, supermodels, like everything. And the biggest bummer was that every single one of those people that came in had something negative to say in the mirror, like every oh. single one. And right. it's a really intimate space in a bra fitting room. <laughs> and when people undress in front of you, they will tell you what is on their mind. And they'll do the thing that we, I think we've all done where they like sort of apologize to you for their body. They're like, oh my gosh, my arms are like, oh, sorry, my, my rolls or something like that. And I'm just like, wait, what? I didn't even notice this about you. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have been wow. doing the same thing. So I took this as an opportunity to start talking kinder to myself, to mm. be more of a friend to my body. And I will note that I have a very privileged body. I, especially at the time, I was like, you know, 40 pounds less. And I was um, a very thin, able, white presenting person. I'm actually Latina, so hola a mi gente. And, um, and also, you know, in a heteronormative relationships. And so it was... I, this body just carried a lot of privilege and yet I still felt like it wasn't good enough. Wow. I still felt like the stretch marks and the cellulite that I've had and, you know, veins that you could see and all sorts of the, you know, anything, any imperfections were just not okay. So that journey started for me. Then I started helping people do that in the fitting room because it truly, Lara, it truly is yeah. easy for me to help you find a bra. <laughs> like I really could just help people find a bra that fits and that could be enough. But I was right. like, I have this person in front of me in this intimate situation. How can I support them in a deeper way? So fast forward years later, and I basically have combined coaching and bra fitting into a really powerful opportunity to love on yourself and your body and this place right over your heart where you're, you're busting your chest bar. Um, to 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 work on your your self love routine and why it's so important. So yeah, that's that's the gist right there. It's, it's powerful, right? I just can't imagine that experience standing there with women, after women after women, day after day, and they're sitting there and criticizing themselves as we all do. And totally, you know, we've been in this space of working with supermodels, and even 
I used to think when I was at a photo shoot fitting a model um, for my brand and they were like, oh, I, you know, I'm on my period today. So their size zero tummy was, I'm like, there's no help for any of us if you people right. are talking about yeah, yourself that way. Right. And it was disappointing. But, you know, over the course of time and your experience, what do you think the most common barriers have been to women loving themselves, you know, loving them for who they are, kind of their relationships with themselves and others? Like, what is holding us back from being yeah. kinder to ourselves? Well, I want to be clear too. I, you know, I've been doing this now for 16 years, fitting people for bras and, um, I fit all genders. So not just women. Oh, um, cool. and yeah. And anyone who wants to wear a bra, happy to help you. Anybody who wants to wear a bra, happy to help you. And yet women have, you know, a special unique set of circumstances when it comes to the stories that we tell ourselves, mm. the barriers that we have around our value in the world. And for yeah. sure, this has to do with, you know, this, the, the society that we're in, to be really honest. And so I don't want to blame everything on the patriarchy, but some of this is like our, our culture and the way it's set right. up. And so, for example, I would, this would, this would be so evident to me when I would bring in the measuring tape, right? Mm. So like, I'd, I'd be there, I'm You're so right. excited to help them. They finally come into the shop. They're like, oh God, I'm desperate for bras. Please help me. And I, I whip out the measuring tape and you can just see the dread right. in this person's yeah. face in front of me because they're so afraid of what that number is going to be. Mm -hmm. And so I would put the measuring tape around them and they would do that thing of like, <gasps> like try to hold it all in and suck it all in and be smaller yeah. and be thinner and be what they think is considered prettier, you know? And I would just have to look at them and be like, Hey, can you just take a deep breath and then breathe like a human for me for a minute? <laughs> Cause like, I just want to measure it. Yeah. And they're like, Oh yeah. And a lot of people didn't even realize they were doing, cause we're so accustomed right. to making ourselves smaller. Now, I mean, both physically, but also energetically, like we're just not right. allowed to take up space and be different and be ourselves. So after we do that, they go, okay, so what size am I? What am I? What am I? And if I found that so fascinating because if you've ever had a bra fitting or if you've ever gone to my website, you know that like you can actually wear like nine different bra sizes. Like there's no there's right. no, I am a this. And when people say I'm a 34 double D, which happens to be the size I wear most frequently right now, I say, actually, you're not a 34 double D. You are whoever, like, you know, you're Melissa, you are a, a sister right. and a friend and a boss and a divinely created human. Like you are not a 34 D you might fit best into a 34 B in this particular product that might support mm. you best today, but that's not who you are. I love and that. so what I was doing was, um, Fit, bringing brows in for people and saying, Hey, you know what? Let's just try on a few before we talk about size and just make sure they fit before I tell you. And they're like, okay. So we okay. try on like three or four bras. They are feeling amazing. They're crushing it. They're like looking in the mirror, loving themselves. They're like, I've never felt this way before. This feels amazing. Wow. I had no idea. And then I'm like, Hey, by the way, did you want to know the sizes that we're wearing? And they go, Oh my gosh, I forgot. And oh. then I tell them, Oh, Hey, this is a, a 32 G actually. And they're like, wait, what? And then we have to do some bra education. And then we have to go, okay. okay, let's talk about why that G cup fits. Let's talk about why. And remember how great you felt in it before I even told you this. And they're like, oh yeah. And so the three things that I help people lift and those barriers are mm -hmm. confusion. So what size do I even wear? Discomfort. This is digging into me. I hate it. Why do I feel this way? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And shame. And shame oh. really has to do a lot with I'm too much. I'm not enough. The A right. cup means I'm not sexy. The G cup means I'm too much and I'm, I'm oversexed. And so letting go of those stories and just using the numbers as information and not a definition 
is what my more than my numbers campaign is all about. But what I truly mm-hmm. have just been doing in the fitting room since 2005. <laughs> you know, so, it's, so that's it's metaphors, it's like the boob size, the bra size, these are metaphors for something way deeper that we face as women, right? And 100%. How you describe, they're feeling great, they're crushing it. And then some sort of shame washes over. Yep. It turns on a dime, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's just, it's such a rich place to start because like I said, yeah. the, you know, breasts and chest are right over the heart and it they carry so much stories. Like we have so mm-hmm. many ideas about, I mean, I'm sure people listening, like you can think of when you were a young person and you were developing did you want to be, to look a certain way? Did you want your breast to be a certain way so that either you fit in with your friends or did you develop really quickly and suddenly you got all this unwanted attention or you were considered like a slut mm-hmm. in school because you had breasts? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so fascinating the stories that we carry in this part of the body. Not to mention the people that I've worked with who have undergone mastectomy surgery and no right. longer have breasts anymore. They have a story in their mind of am I even a woman anymore? You know, like, is my, has my femininity been taken away from me? How, how can I be a woman again? And so declaring who we are, um, before we ever even look at the numbers really helps solidify Mm. like the importance of like, this is who I am, regardless of the size, regardless of the breast, regardless if they're perky or saggy, right? Like that Mm. really, 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 really helps. So over the course of 16 years, all these thousands of women, the work that you do kind of on a national scale through media, what do you think connects with women the most? Because you, you, you talk about, I'm, I'm Lara and I'm a mother and I'm a business owner or whatever it is, has to come before my bra size and my scale. Like what else is really connecting with women on helping them get past these shameful type moments that they experience? Um, the biggest one right now is being unapologetically who you are. Like, that's mm-hmm. something I feel like if you think about, like, I was just, this is like a little bit of a tangent, but important. I think I was just doing some work on my family lineage and oh, yeah. looking at the generations of people before me, including my own mother, my grandmother, my great grandmother, my great, great grandmother, and just learning about these, these women in my line and, what they dealt with, the stories they might have had, and how I truly believe a lot of that is generationally passed down to us, Mm. um, both from just learning from them, but also like in our bodies, like truly, I think those stories are passed down in our bodies. And so it is revolutionary. And I think my generation, I'm 36. So like, you know, I'm not I guess I'm a millennial. I don't know. I'm like in that weird (laughs) pocket of, you know, elder millennialness or whatever. But like this generation and the one before us for sure has been making these strides of really like owning who we are, being unapologetic without being a jerk, right? Mm-hmm. About who we are and authentically being ourselves. And that means saying like, yeah, I have cellulite. So what? Like, yes, I have stretch marks. Who cares? Like, mm-hmm. that's not actually who I am. Who I am is so much more. And as you've pointed out all the time, and I love this, it's inner, like who I am is actually mm-hmm. inside. The three things I also love to talk about are inside, outside, and underneath. And so yes. um, I say, say, hooray, inside, outside, and underneath. And I mean that. I really feel like bras are such a great tool to do that inner work because again, it brings up all those stories. So then we can do mm-hmm. the inner work of talking to ourselves and affirming ourselves and validating ourselves on the inside. And then underneath means our physical bodies and what's underneath our clothes. And then outside means how we then 
interact with people on the outside. They're, everyone wants to start outside first. They want to start with right. like cutting the hair, the partner that they have, the job that they have and, and how they interact with people. But really it has to start inside first. And so that I think is really resonating with people right now. I think they're like, oh, oh yeah. Like I'm not the number on the scale. I'm not my salary. I'm not my bra size. I am this person who is in you. I mean, I love this word. It's like worthy. I am worth the Mm -hmm. time it takes to buy a bra that feels amazing on my body. I am worth talking kindly to myself. Like, like I would my best friend, like I'm worth it. And so that I think is like a huge connection point right now. I hope that's what you were asking me. Oh, totally. I love it. You know, (laughs) most of my career has been in the fashion business, but what I ended up learning over the course of time, because um, as a buyer way back early in my career, our CEO would make us work on the sales floor at Christmas time. And when you give a woman some dresses to go into the fitting room and she's like pissed off or stressed, you can just feel her energy change. In there. Yep. 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 (laughs) You know, there was this one moment that transformed my career and it was 25 years ago. And I gave this woman an evening gown and she came out and she had just separated from her husband and she was Mm. tearing up. She had to go to the Mm. Christmas party without her husband. And she was like, Mm. thank you so much. This dress actually gives me the confidence to face my colleagues and whatever. And I feel so great, but she was happy crying because of the way fashion can make us feel from the inside. So it totally. is all interconnected, but yeah. the bra thing is, is way more intimate and it's, and it's a tangible experience. Yep. And because, because it's underneath the clothes, mm. there's something about it being really sacred to you. Like you can choose to show it to someone if you want, like, you know, I have, I've had the same person in my life, my husband for 15 years or something like that. I don't even, I can't even remember. When did we meet? 2006. So yeah, 15 years. And, um, I don't dress for him, you know, both my clothes, Mm. but my bra, like if he sees something I'm wearing, congratulations to him. (laughs) But but really it's more like I get dressed in the morning and I put on undergarments and those two sacred parts of my body for me, I'm the person who's going to be feeling Mm. if the underwire is digging into me or not. If I'm, if I'm wearing a comfortable bra, which by the way, comes from fit. That's why I teach the comfort fit system. (laughs) And then also I'm the person who, when I, this sounds kind of crass, but like when I take my pants down to the bathroom, I see that underwear. (laughs) Like I'm the person who feels it and sees it and moves with it all day long. And I'm also the person who gets to determine who, what I put on my body every single day. That's a powerful choice. I am the decision maker of what I put on my body every single day over two of the most sacred parts of my body. And for Mm -hmm. my transgender folks, like for my friends Mm -hmm. who are maybe not necessarily feeling safe or ready to share who they are on the outside with everybody. They can wear a gender affirming undergarments underneath their clothes and no one else needs to know. You can wear a sexy, sassy outfit and be the, be the bad girl for the day underneath your clothes. Even if you're working at school as a lunch lady, you know what I mean? Mm. Like you can do whatever you want to do underneath your clothes. It's, it's a really awesome place to get that same feeling that she experienced with a dress for sure. Oh my God. I love it. The emotional insight about feeling worthy of just wearing beautiful intimates just for ourselves. Imagine if we could just do something simple, like we're not going to solve all the world's problems <laughs> about everything that I deal with emotionally, but I'm going to wake up in the morning and I feel worthy of nice lingerie, not the yep. old four-year-old stuff. Cause I haven't gotten around to, to laundry or getting going, updating my lingerie, but I feel worthy every day of putting on nice things that fit and feel great. Boom. Just start with that. 
<laughs> I was just going to say, Lara, it doesn't even have to be quote unquote pretty or sexy, right? Mm. Most people are putting on undergarments, especially bras that don't even fit or feel good. Like, Ouch. and again, yeah. fit is the, the number one thing I teach about. It's like what I live for um, as a bra fitter, but also because I believe in comfort over this part of the body. I, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not fashion first, you know, like I'm not like mm-hmm. the person, the lingerie blogger who's like, oh my God, the sexiest set from XYZ company came out to me. I'm like, how can I help you feel awesome every day in your everyday oh, undergarments, whether so it's true. a sexy set or your basic t-shirt bra, I just want right. you to feel awesome. So, um, one of the things I teach in my new course, the bra confidence and comfort course, and the very last step is called ritual. And after you've gone through a bunch of really important things in the course, I really, I want to encourage people to like, take that moment of putting on or taking off their undergarments, which most people that I work with do this every day. It's an everyday simple ritual. Um, I'm sorry. It's a routine for right now, right? They're just like, blah, put it on. Yeah. Yeah. What if you could take that routine and turn it into a ritual? Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to, you could, I'm not saying you have to like light candles and put on music and stuff like that, but like, you, trust me, you could, um, you could, but sure. what, what if you could just take that 30 seconds and take a breath and lovingly choose something to put on over this sacred part of your body and affirm yourself and say something kind to yourself, say a mantra or whatever. And just like 30 seconds of setting up your day or ending your day with what I call a hooray, you know, like that's like, it's almost like this big domino that kicks over the rest of your self-care for the day. Cause you've started mm-hmm. right in the morning with something really wonderful and having the right undergarments to even do that. So you're not right. like, Ugh, I don't want to put this on is important, right? You got to have things right. that fit well, that feel good that when you wake up, you're like, okay, what do I want to put on today? How do I want to feel today? Who do I want to be today? Do I want to wear that sexy outfit? Do I want to wear that, that comfy one? Do I want to wear that seamless one? Do I want to wear that yellow one? Yes. My power mm-hmm. color, whatever it is, you know, right. that's, that's key. That's key to that part of the ritual. That is worth spending time on. And, and um, as always, SheWorth will have on our website a great takeaway PDF that has Kimmy's words of wisdom. And these are tangible things that we can do in our life starting today to, to improve on our self-worth, right? Right. So I'm going to shift gears for one minute because one of the pillars of SheWorth is brave moments. And like aha moments or light bulb moments, these are moments of opportunity to harness that cause great transformation for the good. And they're not obvious one, what the decision is they're scary and it really forces us to show up and be brave. So these are important turning points for women in the SheWorth community. And it always connects with women. It's like, okay, Oh, I've had lots of them. And when you go back and reflect over time, how they've changed your life. So can you share with us a brave moment? Oh man. So I have so many and, um, the one I want to share with you is, is probably more recent in my timeline, but it already was like a really obvious brave moment to me. So, um, I lived in New York city for 16 beautiful years. I'd always lived in New York state. I moved to New York city when I was 18 from Rochester, New York. Hey, close to Canada. Hooray. (laughs) And, um, and I loved it there. I mean, I really love New York. I really feel like a New Yorker. I became a woman there. I met my husband there. I got married there. I started my business there. It was it's a big part of my identity. And um, my husband was really just starting out in the sports broadcasting world. And he got an opportunity to go to relocate. Now, when he called me, he had been away 
or he was away for his 40th birthday with his like best friends he's known since he was like six years old. And I was at this retreat that I go to every year where it's like wild women on a mountain. It's very connected to the divine. Yeah. I was like totally in my like sphere. And I remember that day even saying like, um, I feel complete and I'm ready for whatever's next. Now, mind you, I did not know <laughs> this Whoa. opportunity was going to come up. You know where this is going. Yeah. But um, but basically he called me up at this retreat and he knows not to call me there. So I was like, what is going Whoa. on? Yeah. And he says, hey, um, so like, I just got a call and there's this opportunity to take a, a job and it's in Oklahoma. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, where in Oklahoma? And he told me this place called Woodward. And I was like, what? Like, this is not even... Tulsa or Oklahoma city. This is like panhandle rural area. And I asked him, I was like, you know, do you want to do this? And he was like, I don't know. It could be this night. I said, okay, Hey babe, if you're a maybe I'm a no, but if you're a yes, I could be a maybe, but I need you to like, I need you to be a yes on this. And I was like, okay, how about this? You go away, you pray about this. You think about this tonight. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm coming back from the treat tomorrow and we will, we'll talk about this. Now I want people to listen carefully here because remember I was like, if you're a yes, I'm a yes, right? Or I'm a maybe. Maybe. But that night I did not go and pray. I Googled the town and was like, absolutely oh. not. Like there's this, like the first picture that comes up is like from 1901 and like a terrible tornado come through. And it's like cows. I was like, no, this is absolutely not. And so I just thought this didn't match who I was. Remember, I thought I was a New Yorker. My identity was a New Yorker. Who would I be if I moved to this tiny town? And so I went to bed feeling like, no, there's absolutely no way. And then the morning I got up and I was like, okay, I need to give this a, a real prayer. So I gave it a one minute prayer, one minute in the shower, asked God, had a very quick conversation with God, said, okay, God, tell me, do you want us to move to Oklahoma for his job? And the answer I got back was a question. And it was, well, what if I asked you to move there? And I said, oh, no, 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 there's no reason I need to be there. It's for his job, not mine. By the way, it wasn't even a really, it's not even a great job. It's like his agent said, low pay, long hours, middle of nowhere, difficult boss job. And then said, I think you should take it. It's a, it's a foot in the door. So I was like, why are we doing this? And so again, I said, it's, it's for his job. It's not for me. And again, I really thought God said to me, okay, but what if I asked you to move there? What if I needed you there? Would you go? And I felt this like gut punch of like, oh my gosh. And I just knew we were, we were moving to Oklahoma in that oh moment. God, I knew geez. it. So I, I drove up the mountain to the retreat. I saw someone who I absolutely love and adore there. She knew something was up. She asked me like, what's going on with you right now? And I looked at her and I said, I think I'm moving to Oklahoma. Now she knows I'm a New Yorker. She was like, she took a deep breath and she went, <laughs> okay, what do we need to do? Like she was just so <gasps> supportive and we, like they, yes. I think these women just knew, they knew I was being called here for a reason. They knew this was outside my comfort zone. They knew this was a practice of surrender. And so I called up my husband and left him a message. He was, I think he was working. And I said, Hey babe, I want you to know, I prayed about this. And if you're a yes, I'm a yes. I'm going to cry. Oh, like thinking about amazing. this, it was such oh a big gosh. moment because <sighs> it took every ounce of my surrender to say yes. And I'm not going to tell you. So it's two years later now, almost two wow. years later. And I live in rural Oklahoma <laughs> and yeah. I can see cows outside my window 
and it has been hard. It has been, it has stretched me in such ways. I cannot even tell you. And Lara, I mean, I moved here before the pandemic. So we spent 2020 here. We spent an election year here where I came from a very politically blue state to a very politically red state. If y'all don't know what went on in the election year here in the United States last year, it was bananas. And then we went through social justice movements here where my values and other people's values and ways of looking at things were so different. And then of course we went through um, the pandemic together. And again, just this like challenge of being surrounded by people who live so differently than me. I really felt like I was in a foreign country. Mm. And I'm so thankful for that opportunity because I have such a deeper understanding of people who are differently, are different than me. Wow. And I had such a practice um, opportunity, I guess, is to practice being myself no matter where I am, staying wow. true to who I am, but open to growth. Like, dressing the way I want to dress, talking about bodies and, and bras the way I want to talk about them without being afraid that I'm going to afraid the local rancher, you know, <laughs> like, nice. like it's been a stretch, a stretch. And yet here I am thriving, doing television oh. from here. And, you know, my husband and I've never been closer and just so thankful. So, so thankful. So that was a brave moment. I cried a lot about it, but it was a brave moment. The bravest. And I'm almost without words because I know you and I see the emotion (laughs) in your face and we've talked about this, but for you to then turn it into this kind of, it was divine intervention. It had to happen. Where would you be if this experience didn't happen? And I think that's what people need to understand from this. It kind of doesn't get bigger, right? Just the upheaval, the change. You thought you were on one path, you've changed, but it gave you so much more. And I think that's what people need to be open-minded to take these opportunities. It's scary. Yeah. But look what happened to you. Thank you. Yeah. And listen, sure. you know, not every risky thing is going to turn out the way we want it to, right? Like Ugh. there were definitely moments in this journey where I was kicking and screaming and being like, why did we do this? This is right. horrible. And yet I honored that those feelings. I didn't want to push them down. I wanted to admit like, this is hard. This was really a hard thing to do. And I wanted to allow the feelings to come up and yet also have this assurance. And this is just, you know, part of my faith and, and my, you know, my intuition and things like that. But like this assurance that it's all working out for the highest good of everybody involved, including me. I really Amazing. have that assurance. So do I want to stay here forever? Probably not. <laughs> but right. has this been a beautiful growth opportunity because I looked at it as such. Yes, Mm -hmm, absolutely. mm -hmm. So phenomenal, phenomenal. So I want to now talk more about how women can benefit from all of the great work that you do, because remember it's a tangible thing on fitting a bra. We all need them, but you go so much deeper to kind of the emotional insights and the self-love that's involved. So tell us about your work, your website, what the SheWorth audience that finds this podcast and see our website, they can benefit from. So guide us there. Hooray. The first place I would send everybody is to um, a special page for you, which is hoorayKimay.com slash SheWorth, because there's a free class there. In this class, the title of this class is actually how to find a comfortable bra fit for your body without wasting your time and money. And we will talk about some of the the things, excuse me, that are 
holding you back from, from being able to do that. But also like, it's, it's pretty much like a, a mindset course of like, or a mindset class of like really kind of ch- shifting your, your understanding of some of the old things that we've been taught. And like, I call it this like bad game of telephone, you know, from my grandmother to my mom, to me that we've all been hearing about like how bras are supposed to fit or what they mean or stuff like that. So go there, get this free class. I will tell you at the end, there is an invitation to come to my bra confidence and comfort course. I'm so proud of it. We just launched it. Um, and you will get a little discount if you go through the class. And if you want an extra discount just for SheWorth folks, you can type in to the coupon code SheWorth and you'll get an extra 10% off. So hooray, go there. That's the first place I would send you. And I just want you all to know that, oh my God, look at me. I'm so from Oklahoma now. I just want y'all to know that um, (laughs) y'all that uh, the bra confidence and comfort course will for sure help you find a comfort, comfortable bra and help you feel confident in the world. That's great. But really what we're talking about in there is what we're talking about here. (laughs) It's like, owning your time, making decisions, loving and informed decisions about what you put on your body every single day over your heart. And I think the people who have signed up for it so far have gotten what they expected, which was, oh, I'm going to learn how to go shopping for bras and fit myself, whether I go with a fitter, which I love fitters, hooray for fitters, whether I shop solo at a department store or whether I shop online, like, great, I've got this knowledge that like we all should have. And then they're also like, holy moly, I did not realize. I mean, the testimonials we're getting are so great. Like, I did not realize this opportunity I have to love on myself every day and to erase these stories and to replace it with the truth and then to embrace who I am. So, hooray. Uh, girl, I'm inspired as always. And this is, I'm going to do it because I need to. And hooray. I know Thanks, I'll babe. Get, yeah. Um, Excited so for you. More than our numbers, ladies. That's something to think about. Start with our bra. Think about every other yes. number in our life that we measure ourselves by. It starts with loving ourselves. Exactly. Love ourselves as much as we love our children, our best friends. Imagine how your life will change. So, Ugh. To my dearest, thank you, Kim A, for taking the time. Um, Check out SheWorth.org. You'll find all of Kim A's resources, and we'll reiterate the codes, et cetera, the technical stuff. And um, thank you again for your time, girl. My pleasure. This has been so awesome. Thanks for having me. And everybody listening, please come DM me at Hooray Kimay, H-U-R-R-A-Y-K-I-M-M-A-Y, because I am that person on podcast that actually wants you to say hi. Like, come say Aww. hi to me. Come shoot me a DM and tell me that you liked this podcast or or what you learned or what you didn't like. And um, can't wait to meet you all. Bye. How amazing was this episode? Kimay is such an inspiration. You can find her at Hooray Kime across all her social media channels, and you can find her website, HoorayKime.com. And remember to use the special SheWorth page, HoorayKime.com, to find access to the free course. And if you want to buy her exclusive new course, you use the code SheWorth for 10% off. And remember, you can also find all these resources in the description, as well as a link to the PDF that'll be on our website. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like this episode, please subscribe, drop us a review and follow us on Instagram. It means the world to us. Uh, We hope you have the most amazing day. And remember to tell yourself that you are worthy.